Now, I saw this headline during the week, and it, it did blow my mind, given what I've read up until now around the internet and your health. The chief of the Australian Medical Association says doctors should not be annoyed at patients who Google their symptoms. Now, I'm as guilty as anyone, I have to tell you, for Googling symptoms when I'm sick. But for years we've been told it'll give you the wrong information. You'll end up thinking that uh, you're actually a lot more sick than you actually are and may even take some silly steps in order to make yourself better. But now we're being told it's okay to Google. The chief of the AMA, Dr Gannon, says by Googling your symptoms, you're actually able to have more informed conversations with your doctor. That makes sense to me. He does uh, say Googling your symptoms is not a replacement for that face-to-face consultation, but it's all about improving health literacy. Now, this is interesting considering in the UK, people are being urged to basically Google their symptoms instead of going to the doctor. I kind of hope that never happens here. As with anything on the net, there is loads of misinformation. So, as I say, Google is not the replacement, but it can help you categorise your symptoms, and that's probably not a bad thing. On the line to chat about the reality of Googling your health and whether it's actually recommended uh, by GPs is the President of the Royal Australian College of General Practitioners, Dr Bastian uh, Seidel, and he's on the line. Doctor, have I pronounced your name correct or is it Seidel? No, it's Seidel, but it doesn't really matter that much. It matters to me. I want to get this right. (laughs) You might be treating me one day and say, oh, you're the bloke that called me the wrong name. Aha! Uh-huh. I, I could have asked you to Google it beforehand. I should have got. <laughs> we should have Googled it. Um, what's your take on this Googling symptoms? Good thing, not such a good thing. Ah, uh, look, we've all done it, haven't we? So it's a very, very common thing because patients are concerned when they are unwell. You know, when they have symptoms, they can't explain. And you know, the internet is very much available. So what you do is you just Google your symptoms to get some information. As you said, it's never a replacement for your doctor, but it's an interesting starting point to inform yourself and to take that information, your concerns, to your GP to talk about the next steps. Look, it's been going on for quite some time. I've been quite public on this last year. Google introduced something called Google Health Cards, some better information on medical condition and and on symptoms. So, you know, that's the reality of 2017. People are Googling their symptoms. And, you know, that's not bad. That's not good. That's just the way it is. But, Doctor, if you're using it to inform yourself and not for, you know, determining your next course of action, which would always be you know, get Dr. Google sorted out with a real doctor. But if you're actually, as a result of your internet self-diagnosis, then, uh, you know, taking some herbal herbal remedy or the like, that's exactly the wrong thing to do, isn't it? Look, self-diagnosis is dangerous, but literally in Australia, that actually doesn't happen. 85% of all Australians are seeing their GP at least once a year. So, yes, they might Google their symptoms to get some information, but they take this information to their GP to talk about the next steps. Mm. There is a lot of information out there, and a lot of the information is complete and utter nonsense. And if you, you know, just follow that blindly, it's outright dangerous. So what people want is not more and more information. People want knowledge. And in order to gain knowledge, you want to put that information into your specific context. And that's what your family doctor, your GP can do for you. And that's actually what happens in Australia right now. So I'm assuming then as a result of Google, whilst there was a time where we all thought that uh, every Tom, Dick or Harry were self-diagnosing incorrectly, collectively, 
as a society, we're probably better informed, are we? Look, again, we have, we have more information out there. The question really is how good is the information? As I mentioned before, often that information is complete and utter nonsense. Often it's driven by commercial interests as well and secondary interests. So we have to be quite careful. Hmm. But again, you know, take that information you find, you know, take the symptoms you are concerned about and take them to your GP to have a talk about what actually works for you and doesn't work for you. Again, the internet is a starting point. It never is and actually never will be a replacement for your doctor, a doctor you trust who knows you, you know, knows you far better than a computer would ever will be. And then talk about your health and your health concerns. It's just a common sense approach. And, and tell me, um, are there sites that you should avoid? I always tend to go to the Australian ones. That might or might not be a good thing if I'm having a, a little sneaky look. Uh, do, do, in your experience, is there, uh, are there obvious sites that one should avoid? Oh, look, it's really difficult because if you do a Google search, you often just type in symptoms into the Google search engine and then all sorts of sites are coming up. Again, you know, often they're advertisements, so they are sponsored sites. So they are the ones who are commercially driven. And I would be quite concerned about this because the information you get there doesn't necessarily, you know, it doesn't necessarily be the best information for you. Sure. So you want to go to reliable sources. The RECGP, the College of GPs website, is freely available to all. They have very good patient information on there and guidelines for patients as well. You know, you find information from the Department of Health, which is also really good and very reliable indeed. But you want to be careful for these commercial entities because they may not have your interest at heart. Yeah. Doctor, appreciate your time. I wish you all the best for 2018. Thank you. Thank you and to you.